Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to remind you that it could have been another way. We all go through troubling times and challenges in life, but if we focus on how good God has been and the fact that things could be far worse, instead of complaining, we'll begin thanking God for His goodness, grace, mercy, and favor. Through this word, God is revealing how His hand is outstretched and working for you, even in the midst of difficult times, so don't worry or fret. Welcome to this your Thursday, October 22nd, 2020 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's Deanna Hobbs here, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. I missed you in the studio yesterday, but I wasn't able to make it. I'm doing awesome, though, and basking in the goodness of the Lord. And you know I'm excited that you pressed play to get this rich word that God is sharing with us today. I'm excited to see all that he has in store for your life. I love you so much. And I am also excited about the way you continue to show your love and support for this ministry with such generous donations so that these podcasts are available to our global audience through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and other digital outlets and select radio stations. The good news of the gospel is going forth and surely saving lives and transforming hearts. The ministry received a wonderful praise report from a precious member of our faith community. Zolani in Nigeria said this, Dear woman of God, thank you for your work of evangelism. Your teaching is impacting lives all the way here in Nigeria, where there is a major harvest of souls. Your Christ-focused teachings have been enabling our missionaries here to evangelize in this region while being regenerated and refreshed. You greatly encourage our faith amid great struggles, and on behalf of the many lives you have touched in this region, thank you for being a faithful vessel of the Most High God. I love this. Bless the name of God. Thank you, Zolani, for this awesome praise report. Here at the ministry, we are all about winning souls to Christ through the gospel. And also, please know that our faith family is continually praying for and standing in solidarity with our Nigerian family currently protesting the special anti-robbery squad tied to police brutality and social injustice through the End SARS movement. I'm honored to be used as a vessel of God to minister to your needs. Can we get a praise break for this testimony? Powerful and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org slash donate. Thank you for your generosity. All right, it is time to get into today's inspiration, but first, a prayer. God, thank you for sending this person to press play because there is a seed of hope you want to plant in their heart. 
Now please word my mouth and give me what to say so that your perfect will shall be done through this broadcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Daily Cup family, on Tuesday evening at around 6 o'clock, I received this message from my 17-year-old son, Kadar. You may remember that he's my oldest boy and recently got his driver's license. So Kadar had driven himself to the store, just as he often does. And when I read his text, I knew that this time he had run into a little snafu. Kadar's text said, I locked the keys in the car. What should I do? And I instantly sent him back a text that said, oh, no. And then I FaceTimed Kadar so I could find out more about what happened and to instruct him on his next steps. So Kadar answered my FaceTime call and I saw that he was standing in the parking lot with his mask on and he proceeded to explain what had happened. He said, basically, after checking out, he left the store, he came back to the car popped the trunk. He was putting something in the trunk and put the keys next to the bag instead of in his pocket and closed the trunk by accident and it locked. So he was stuck with no keys and no way to get into the car. Now, even though Kadar is really responsible and he'll be 18 next year and he's growing up and he can handle driving himself places and being more independent and things like that, the mother in me can still be overprotective can anyone relate to that? It's just so hard sometimes for me to shift my mentality and realize that the kids are growing up. And I try to balance my normal motherly concern with that spiritual trust and confidence in God to take care of them. It can be a struggle, but I see the fruit of trusting God with the children. They are all thriving and well, but still, it's it's hard sometimes. So anyway, I was concerned about Kadar being stuck there all alone, but he was fine. He said he felt a little silly for having made that mistake. But other than that, he was all right. So I told him to hang tight. I called up my husband, Kenya, who actually wasn't that far away from where Kadar was. He had left the office right around the time this happened. And Kenya didn't have a spare key with him. So he immediately headed over to Kadar, called AAA for roadside assistance. And they came quickly, probably within 10 or 15 minutes, opened the trunk and everything was okay. After it was resolved, I was able to breathe a sigh of relief, and I was sure to thank God, Daily Cut family, that it wasn't anything more serious than a minor inconvenience, you know? And then yesterday, Kadar had a horrible allergic reaction to some pistachio nuts he had eaten. Now, he's eaten pistachios before, and nothing happened. But yesterday, within an hour of eating them, his eyes were so severely swollen, it looked terrifying. I wish I could describe to you the level of puffiness. I had never seen anything like it. It started out with his throat feeling itchy and a few hives around his eyes. And boy, did things go left quickly. He had to go to the doctor and it was so bad that they gave him steroids and EpiPen. And I saw him this morning before coming into the studio and Kadar is still swollen, but looking much better. And I'm grateful that he's okay because severe allergic reactions can be dangerous and it could have been much worse. My husband Kenya joked with Kadar yesterday and told him, I don't want any more problems out of you this week. You go in your room and stay in your bed. <laughs> but he's okay. And we thank God. You know, we just don't take anything for granted in life. Our family has been through so much. 
with my own health struggles over the past few years, you know, and we're fully aware that none of us can know what the future holds. We just appreciate life, the goodness of the Lord. And we are most certainly cognizant of the fact that had it not been for the Lord on our side, things would not be the way they are. I would not be here speaking into this microphone addressing you. It could have been another way. I wonder, do you ever stop to look back over your life and some experiences that you've had that make you remember, ooh, it could have been worse, but God, God intervened. Maybe it should have been worse, but God turned that situation around. I'm sure somebody knows that you are only here by the grace and power of God. Let me get off that before I turn this whole podcast into a praise break. But God is so good. He's a keeper. He's a healer. He's a sustainer. He's a worker of miracles. And he is worthy of all the praise. All right. All right. Let me behave. (laughs) I feel right churchy today. But Daily Cup family, I was reflecting on how God intervenes in the affairs of our lives as I was reading about something that King David went through when one of his closest advisors betrayed him and started scheming against him. This man's name was Ahithophel. Now, to give you an idea of how trusted Ahithophel was and how David regarded his advice, 2 Samuel 16 and 23 says, Every word Ahithophel spoke seemed as wise as though it had come directly from the mouth of God. So needless to say, David really trusted Ahithophel's counsel. But unfortunately, when David's own son Absalom rebelled against him and successfully staged a military coup, Ahithophel the Gilonite, who had been David's boy, sided with Absalom's rebellion and turned on David. And so when David found out that Ahithophel was among the conspirators with his son, I love what 2 Samuel 15, 31 tells us. It says, so David prayed. And that's the key right there, isn't it? When the enemy comes against you, you better know how to talk to the God who is always for you. I've got somebody listening that knows how to get a prayer through. David surely did. He sought God and he asked God, Lord, turn Ahithophel's counsel into foolishness. Oh, that's a good prayer right there. And even though David prayed that prayer, let me say this, make no mistake, he was devastated by this happening. Just because you carry something to the Lord in prayer, honor God and trust him to work things out in your favor, doesn't mean the situation doesn't hurt you or doesn't affect you emotionally or doesn't cause you some kind of distress. That's not true. And it isn't realistic. We all deal with stressful, worrisome situations. Second Samuel 15 and 30 says, after David got this news, he walked up the road to the Mount of Olives crying as he went. His head was covered and his feet were bare. And this was a sign of mourning. And the people who were with him, the Bible says, covered their heads and wept as they climbed the hill. Losing Ahithophel was a blow. And Absalom's following just kept on increasing and the movement against David was strengthening. So after David prayed, here's what he did. He sent one of the men who was loyal to him named Hushai as a spy. 
And he instructed Hushai in 2 Samuel 15, 33 to go to Absalom and say to Absalom, I will be your servant. I was your father's servant in the past, but now I'm here for you. And David told Hushai once he was in Absalom's camp to always give advice. That was the exact opposite of whatever Ahithophel said to do because Ahithophel gave good advice and Ahithophel very well knew how Absalom could defeat his father, David. And David told Hushai, you can help me by frustrating Ahithophel's advice. So Hushai agreed and implemented the plan and it worked. Absalom trusted Hushai and didn't suspect that he was a spy for his father, David. So in 2 Samuel 17, Daily Cut family, when Absalom was devising a war strategy against his father, he asked David's former confidant and close advisor, Ahithophel, what he should do. And Ahithophel gave him an amazing, effective plan to find and annihilate David. And then, according to 2 Samuel 17, 5, Absalom wanted a second opinion. And can you guess who he called on? Yep, he called upon brother Hushai, and Hushai said the exact opposite of what Ahithophel said do. Now, I want to read to you verse 14 so you can see what happened next. Scripture says, Then Absalom and all the men of Israel said, Hushai's advice is better than Ahithophel's, for the Lord determined to defeat the counsel of Ahithophel, which really was the better plan so that he could bring disaster on Absalom. Wow, that verse right there is so powerful because David enacted a plan, but we can see here that it wasn't the plan of David at all. It was the plan of God. The Lord used Hushai, but God was the one who made Absalom accept, adhere to, and implement the inferior plan that would lead to his own defeat and demise because the scripture says it was the Lord that had determined to defeat the counsel of Ahithophel. And whatever God determines must happen. But without God, Ahithophel and Absalom would have succeeded in their diabolical plan. And sometimes I think we can mistakenly underestimate the enemy. We act as if Satan doesn't ever come up with a good strategy or plan to defeat us, as if he is just some sitting duck and woefully inept and unable to come up with a plan to destroy us. But we have to remember that the enemy can strategize and win the victory over us if we are on our own, but because the greater one is inside and on our side, no weapon the enemy forms against us. I don't care how sophisticated, well-planned, and well-executed it is, it shall not prosper. Isaiah 8 and 10 in the New Living Translation says, Call your counsels of war, but they will be worthless. Develop your strategies, but they will not succeed, for God is with us. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. That's a word all by itself. Earlier this week, Daily Cut family, I was going through my closet in my bedroom and I was looking for something and I slid some hangers over and right where the hangers separated, my eyes fell upon a dress that was hanging there in my closet. It wasn't just any dress, though. It was the dress I had worn to the ER the day I was having a mini stroke last August. 
And have you ever seen something that just fired off something in your brain and sent you down memory lane? That's what happened to me when I saw that dress. It was like I was in a mental time warp. And suddenly I was back in the ER in that wheelchair being wheeled into the room with all those doctors getting me all prepped so they could check for bleeding on my brain. I remember the weird feeling of numbness on my left side and how rapidly my heart was beating. And at some point, while going down this painful path of memory, I realized I was standing there in the closet and I sort of snapped back to reality. And when I did, I wasn't sad. I was grateful and praise washed over me and a thank you, Jesus, rose up in my spirit. And I had a whole praise break all by myself in my bedroom because it could have been and should have been another way. The enemy would have loved to take me out of here, but God's hand was on me and thwarted the plan of the enemy. Makes me think about Psalm 41 and 11 in the King James Version, which says, by this, I know that thou favorest me because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. The devil tried it, but it didn't work because favor is on me and favor is on you. It's the same favor that was on David. And because of that, God frustrated the plan of the enemy. Scripture says, after Ahithophel learned that Absalom had chose Hushai's advice over his, 2 Samuel 17, 23 says, Ahithophel saddled his donkey, went back to his hometown, set his affairs in order, and hung himself. How ironic that the man advising David's nemesis on how to kill David is the one who wound up dead, and so did David's nemesis, his own son Absalom. It makes me think about Haman in the book of Esther. He hated Mordecai, the cousin of Esther, and plotted against Mordecai and the Jews, but God intervened, and the gallows that Haman had made and prepared for Mordecai to hang on, Haman ended up hanging on the gallows himself. God gets personally involved in the affairs of our lives. His providence, power, and sovereignty is always at work. He's constantly defending you, protecting you, making ways for you, and securing victory for you. He'll make the enemy's plan backfire and boomerang. You know what? It's so interesting that Ahithophel's name in Hebrew means brother of folly, or literally, my brother is foolish. Ahithophel was regarded as a man of great wisdom, but he was foolish to assume that he could stand against the purpose and power of God because God had made an unconditional covenant known as the Davidic covenant between himself and David. And this very covenant established and guaranteed an irrevocable promise that the Messiah, Jesus Christ, would come through the lineage of David and the tribe of Judah and would establish Establish a kingdom that would never end. Oh, that gets me excited. God's covenant cannot be broken. So Ahithophel lived up to the meaning of his name. And friend, even in your life, how foolish of Satan to think that he can stop God from fulfilling his promises, from doing what he said, from giving you the victory, from restoring you, from elevating you, favoring you, healing your body, snatching you up out of the valley of affliction and taking you into your promise promised land. I know you've been through challenging times and there have been seasons where the odds have been stacked against you and you may feel like you're in that season right now. 
But God is saying through this word that he won't let the plans of the enemy triumph. Don't you worry because he's frustrating the very enemy who has come to frustrate you. God wants you to know that my purpose will stand, woman of God, man of God. My purpose will prevail. God is saying to you today, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. According to Isaiah 43 and 2 through 3, which is what I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration. And as you drink down the contents of your cup, no matter what you're going through right now, Right now, you'll be able to look back on this moment and declare that it could have been another way and it should have been another way. But God, who is rich in mercy, but God, who has all power in his hands, but God, whose word never fails, intervened and frustrated the plan of the enemy and fulfilled every promise he ever made. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. The enemy has been on the attack and on the war path against them, but thank you for assuring them that your hand is working in their favor and intervening in their affairs and that no weapon that is formed against them will prosper. But in all these things, they are more than conquerors. Victory belongs to them and your purpose shall prevail. In Jesus' name. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.